We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are three years and 10 months into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Ned. How are you, Mr. Wizard? <laughs> Fine. It's just tickled me. 2024, thinking about it, it's going to be an interesting year. It is, yeah. And you, Johnny? I know you're all right, because I've just I'm, been speaking to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, we just did prep. So, yeah, there was that. <laughs> What's that? It was a good prep. There. It was a good prep session. Yeah, we talked about we talked about Trudeau and... Von der Leyen. Von der Leyen, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mr. Biden. Mr. Biden, yeah. This, they all should be on their way out by they the end of this year. 2024. Yeah. It should be a good year to get rid of loads of people. Ends of term, you know, get rid of them all. And yeah. God knows they'll get in, but our parliament, don't know. I really don't know. We've, we've just... Everybody's got the unelected at the moment, haven't they? The world Sunak has... is, yeah. Sunak's having a meeting tonight, I think, with somebody with the cabinet for some reason. Military. Uh, I just saw that. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Th well, it, yeah, it's going to be that they're going to discuss uh, striking Yemen tonight with us, with the US. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing a military thing. Yeah. They're doing a military thing, and they're thinking about it. But yeah, great, oh. great military leadership that that Rishi Sunak, you know, Rishi Sunak actually emits. You you can. See See that yeah <laughs> he's he's got an ugly past that boy he does yeah he does i might talk about it later well actually i did I, say speak, speaking of an ugly past i have a surprise for you do not let me forget it okay. towards the end do not do That's not fine. let me forget it i saved this i've been saving this one for you have so. you really i have yeah i look forward to it yes right the main thing that i wanted to look into this week which i've had a little bit of time not much but um moderna because basically all the names of these farmers are either going to go, disappear, or change, and new businesses are going to replace them, yeah? Because if they can deconstruct these uh, fronts of these companies, then they can try and get away with loads of stuff because then those companies won't exist. And it's, But we need to follow the, the accountability, and God knows where the laws stand without the U.S. laws cover most of them. Well, we're not going to have that. accountability because that umbrella's still up. You were talking about uh, the emergency thing. Yeah, yeah. It needs to come we're down. still under. We're still under emergency. They, they're still emergency uh, powers. Operating. Yeah, yeah, they're still operating under the emergency powers. That has not changed. People forget that. They're like, oh, things are over. No, 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 no. Warned about this at the beginning of 2020, I think. So if they put that umbrella up, everybody will get away with everything, or they will try to. But anyway, 
shares and that are changing. Companies need to be falling into the background. I think it's going to take a certain amount of time as the money shifts around, laundered, removed, put in other places. But Moderna, I think, will uh, eventually fade because I I wanted to look into the history of it. I mean, okay, apart from whenever you you mention Moderna, everybody goes, oh, the Bill and Melinda Gates and stuff like that. Yeah, but putting them aside, you know, you've got, say, 10 years of it. I mean, it was established, right? Stefan... I don't know how you... How would you pronounce the word B-A-N-C-E-L? Bansel or Bansel? or is Bansel. Bansel. Yeah, Stefan He was elected a young global leader in 2009 by the WF. Imagine that. And he was also put down as the best CEO for investor relations in France. So Bansel, that'd be a French connotation when that'd be his name. And 2011... He ranked num- the number one CEO in biotechnology sector. Then he guess where he went? He went and joined as the CEO of Moderna and a certain company called Flagship Pioneering in 2013. Now, pl- Flagship Pioneering is still about, and it's got his foot in a hell of a lot of things. Now, the, there was a co-founder of Moderna and a CEO of Flagship Pioneering. So these two companies seem to be running parallel with each other. Now, there was a, a chap called Nubar Afayen, and he also received a work, an award from the WEF in 2012 for technology pioneering. So we've got these two um, associations, firms, corporations, whatever you want to call them, they seem to be the same. Now, recently, this, this bloke, although he's part of the um, flagship pioneering, he's been recently put on the MIT Corporations Board of Trustees. So... Uh-huh. So he's yeah. So he's 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 a mover, shaker, manipulator, uh-huh. yeah, put in there everywhere, yeah. So that's old Mr. Nubar FAN. What else do we know about him? He was chairman he's chairman of the Global Agenda Council on Chemicals, Advanced Materials and Biotechnology of the WEF. Okay, so and have you ever heard of the Meta Council on Emergency Technologies or Emerging Technologies? Sorry. I cannot say that I have, but Meta I smell Council? the W. Yeah, I do smell the WEF in there somewhere. Well, he's part of that. He's fully, fully thing. But what I wanted to do was I, I wanted to look into um, this small histories and things like this, and why Moderna seems to be more stable than the others. Why has the US given more money to Moderna as well? I mean. I pick on the US because you can see the numbers, you can see the billions. It's because you've got uh, um, your population is vastly bigger than ours. Just a little bit, it? yeah. Yeah, just yeah, a little yeah. bit. So, say it's, it's about, growing about every day points. now. <laughs> it's, it's growing every day. Yours is too. Yeah, exponentially, ours is too. Um, but your population is what? Four times bigger than ours? Roughly, yeah. Yeah. If you look at yours then, so, and then you could say, well, the UK's probably coughed up a quarter of what you've coughed up. But, I mean, at, at the time, there was about, I think, five uh, pharmaceutical companies that were kicking out the doses towards you. Because, remember, they weren't just thinking about one dose at the time or two doses, were they? They were thinking about loads. Because um, Pfizer Bio, BioNTech received $2 billion for 100 million doses from you guys. Johnson & Johnson got $1.4 billion for another 100 doses. AstraZeneca got their foot in there. And they came in cheap in a UK UK manufacturer. 1.2 billion for 300 million doses. Because yeah? we need 300 million doses. <laughs> yeah. 
And Novavax got one point oh, six billion uh-huh. for a hundred billion. You guys, but that was to the U.S. Novavax, that was to the U.S. That's, that's the, all they, of these are yours. Yeah, you paid coughed okay. up. Okay, you guys you coughed, coughed up. up. Yeah, you guys. Co- I remember this one specifically. You guys coughed up. Uh, I forget. It was almost a hundred million pounds for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say it was like uh, forty million doses of mm. Novavax COVID vaccine, and you still haven't taken delivery on it. Nah. There's, I, I, I tell you what, I think there was so much binned as well. But then on top of that, there was uh, Sanofi, you know, like uh, Glaxo, uh, Glaxo Smith Klein. Yeah. That was Sanofi, and that was two billion dollars for another hundred million they doses. They make one though. Oh yeah, they did. They did, and you coughed it, it up. Whether oh, it got okay, used so it was or part not. of the scheme. Yeah, it was part of the scheme. Yeah? Okay, all right. So so far, we're talking two, five, six, seven hundred million doses. At a cost of two, four, seven, eight point two billion dollars so far. But you must have loved Moderna because you gave them four billion. <laughs> this is a horrendous amount of money and a horrendous, and that was for two million, two hundred million doses. So you know we're talking. They had shut these. You start to think that yeah, I mean that's one. Two, three, four, five, six, nine hundred million. That's nearly a billion doses. So we and why did they split it up between companies? So nobody really noticed that this was a deliberate move to shove how many doses into the people. Yeah, it's it's money laundering, it, more or less. It's in a different fashion, but it's the same way. Yeah. Yeah, but the people like to take the damn thing. There's they didn't a lot have of people to. suffering. Well, they didn't have to. I I totally agree. I totally agree. But they felt coerced or whatever into it yeah 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 exactly if you want to go nightclubbing you got to take a drug remember you wanted to keep your job you got to take a drug Take a drug yeah um right so and under this guys it you've got all these doses but then they also weaned money or this money covered oh hang on taxpayers money for the research the clinical trials this that and this they took all of that from the taxpayer to do everything they didn't pay for a damn thing just about they were on a massive win on this. While these companies were sucking up all your money, you know, keeping the people poor, Moderna was also had a portfolio out there on 37 hedge funds. And that was by the second quarter of 2020. So these hedge funds were moving on it, but the vaccine hadn't really been rolled out by then, had it? No, we didn't see it until, um, was it March? Is that when we f- first started to see it? March in 2021? Is that right? It's the following year. Yeah. yeah. yeah so this, year. this was on 37 portfolios of hedge funds in 2020 already. Yeah. In the second quarter. Well, so you, had tell the, it- you had warp speed, <clears throat> Operation Warp Speed that started. Oh, so yeah. So, yeah. of course, everybody got in on the on the ground floor of that. <laughs> yeah. I remember, That's what it is. I remember. Yeah, I know, because you had your NIH, they were pushing it. In fact, I think they went as far as saying um, they were in partnership with Moderna, if you remembered rightly. They, they, they both, they worked with, they co-developed a vaccine with, you call it NIAID? NIAID? NIAID, NIAID yeah, it's NIAID. Yeah, NIAID. Yeah, and I think if you wanted to quote them, they said it was a monumental partnership or something. By the Bollocks way, like that. I I want to I I have to double check this, but I want to say that the head of the NIAID is Fauci's wife. I don't know whether she's the head of it. I do know in her she's portfolio, involved. yeah, she's that involved she was, in she, something. She was supposed to be 
the um, regulator to do with biotechnology, and so there was no for the NIH or whatever. Yeah, I'd have to. Okay. I'd have to look. I did make I thought, a note. I thought it was NIAID. Yeah, I thought it was NIAID, but I could be mistaken. It, it could be NIH. You know, all those agencies. She, you know, she, I think she was supposed to be the regulator to keep Mr. Fauci in check, in line. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. That could be it too. I, I don't know, but I She's she supposed was to keep involved him in check. Yeah, yeah, she was involved in in something having to do yeah. with with all that, and I can't quite remember. But I, I thought maybe because the, the NIH does all kinds of partnerships with the NIAID, so I thought maybe yeah. it was her that was. Well, you know. They're one of the same, just about. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way it all carried on. Um, oh yeah, and remember, um, was the NIH? Wasn't it? Although they said they had a partnership. Yeah. They haggled over the patent, didn't they? They did. There was yeah. a big, there was well, a big haggling going on between well, the paint hag- and then money changed hands. There's a haggling because everybody had to make sure that they got their investments in the right place before the door oh, yeah. got closed. So, so I mean, I know it sounds like a history lesson, but uh, people might get history. bored. No, but you know uh, what? No, that's a, that's a, that's actually a really good point. History lesson. Everybody's so forgetful, aren't they? Right. They so are. we're we're talking about COVID. Let's take a little stroll down memory lane, shall we? Would you like to take a stroll down memory lane? On some of the things I'm that not, went on during you're COVID, gonna, you're not going to put you're not going to put Fauci on, are you? No, I'm not going to put you're Fauci right. on. No, I'm going to do actually. I'm going to do a step up from that. I'm going to do Jeremy Vine. <laughs> oh no. Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm going to do this because this this is extremely important. This well, is crying exactly, from his bed. Not that this, one. No, not that one. No, that was a good one though. Why is the government doing something? <laughs> Lock up your daughters. No, this is when they were trying to. This is when they were pushing the jab on everybody. You know, you want to go to a nightclub, take a jab, as you as you pointed out. Yep. They were talking then about locking down the unvaccinated. Listen to this. Now, I have a lot of sympathy with what they're going to do in Austria because I cannot understand for the life of me why people believe this rubbish on the internet, the anti-vax propaganda. It is deranged. We know there's figures from the Office of National Statistics that say, what is it, you're 32,000 times more likely to die if you've not been double-jabbed from COVID. There's no possible reason not unless well. you've got underlying health <laughs> symptoms not to have the jab. But my worry about doing it is how do you enforce it? Do you stop everybody in the street? Who's going to stop people in the street? We don't have enough police officers on the beat anyway. So how would you make it work in Britain? Well, you'd, you'd do it through snitches, wouldn't you, Storm? That's, that's, that works. <laughs> it worked in lockdown. We had people even, saying, get around, we can hear a karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did. Well, I think if anyone was having parties, this, is Austria. this would work. But I don't think even if you called up the police and said, oh, I've seen my neighbour go out to their friend's house, you can't. Like, there's no proof of that if they end up back at their head. Well, yeah, but the thing is, so what the police do is they do spot checks. Right. So so when, when you're at shopping, you might see an officer and the officer says, show me your card. Yep, yeah. papers, now, if you please. want to risk yeah. having a fake card, you can do it, but you'd be in a lot of trouble. And then what happens if you break the rules? Are they going to... Do they are they going to imprison them in Austria? Fine. I, I don't. I, there's a question. In France, well, there was only one. Prisons full of unvaccinated people. Sorry. In France, in Paris, there was only one person who was unvaccinated on the platform, and a security guard came up and said, "I don't know. Well, how, that'll be 192 or 162 euro fine." Oh. So how do they know it was unvaccinated? No, no, this was to do with making sure everybody's masked. Yeah. So they're taking very rigorous oh, action. unmasked. But I, right. nowhere could you go to the museums or anywhere without showing your vaccination mm. yeah. record. Yeah, well, we get, listen, when I go and see the footballers, I've mentioned many times, they, 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 they ask to see I'm double vaccinated. This is a crowd of 43,000 yeah, going and, to a football stadium. And people aren't wearing masks. But you're outside. We're outside, and and in the end, I think they just feel it's a good, it's but, but, reassuring. You but know. we know that the football and the Euros, there was a spike 
yeah. around the football around the football stadiums. We know there was. I uh, don't think here this government would have would would bring down it this kind of lockdown. The, the public opinion would... If be... things went worse, I don't know. I think people I, are a bit intolerant so. of the anti-vax crew. That's a trip down memory lane. Ned, you look distraught. I'm not distraught. I'm just... Uh, you do forget the stupidity of these people and how things have panned out to prove them that they were total idiots. Well, I think I the mean, king it, idiot yeah, I there think was... you can put the vaccine down to self-mutilation tell you the truth you could yeah but i think the king the king thing like the key takeaway right there was uh the daily mail uh guy who who quoted the ons saying that you were thirty-two thousand times more likely to die if you were not double jab do you know that well have you seen the ons statistics that we've been going over for the oh, last yeah two i know now years? but how could he quote that then uh, th that's what the well, how, was how saying, could you apparently. work that out on what data can you work that out on neil ferguson's assessments <laughs> that's the best <laughs> i can come up with but there's no history of it by then you're giving it how the hell can you come up with thirty-two thousand times uh just uh unless you've already experimented on somebody in the last five years and lots of them to make sure it's 32,000 times. I and mean, that's just ridiculous. I mean, uh, to make a statement like that, yeah. And of course, the ONS are now not publishing. Yeah, deaths. they're they're holding back they're all the statistics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that speaks for itself. Um, yeah. I mean, you said, oh, what was it about warp speed? There was yeah. some bloke in there. I think I, I've got his name somewhere. Um, the FDA had to approve... Approval by FDA was required, but there were, this was given by Stephen Hahn at the time. He was the FDA commissioner at the time, and he, and he insisted on fast-tracking the, the COVID-19 facts. He was the man who claimed Donald Trump told him to authorise a COVID vaccine to go. He actually voiced that Trump told him and basically told him that he would be gone if he didn't do the get the vaccine sorted so apparently he voiced personally dan that's a quote from him trump told me to get the covid vaccine or i'm gonna have to go yeah well so it's, that, this is why i'm not supporting donald trump in the upcoming election i, so, I will not do so it. what did he do he authorized it and then he went and joined flagship pioneering go for so it. he left the fda so he went yeah authorized left the fda went to flagship pioneering who were in parallel with moderna with they helped create the, sell, the yeah. beast. So they they were the ones who flagship pioneering were the ones who actually financed the kickstart of Moderna many years before. And this guy goes there. So slowly, that somebody else has gone to Moderna. So are they the same? Now, what gets me is right. This is like from your side. So to be fair, I also looked in from our side, the UK government, because it's not just fair spouting. Because we, the US and the UK are connected and they're becoming more connected in pharma because these pharma gits want to break the NHS. They want to break the NHS because that's a nice cookie for them to get hold of, to totally get it, get their claws into. Now, the UK government has an agreement now to host flagship science, life science companies, right? There is a company called Quotient Therapeutics, and they call it Somatic genomics people you can go and look at it they've got some lovely videos that make it sound nice we don't we don't <laughs> you want to look at their site and say we don't have just one genome we have trillions the world's first semantic uh, uh, somatic genomics platform unveils basically 
a universe, as they call it, of genetic variations, an endless one, because they look down to each cellular level. As much as, say, you and me, yeah, they don't just say the same genome for humans. They say right down to your cellular level, there's trillions of different genomic levels that we could play with and use to change medicine of the future. And why are we playing with this again? It's good just because me. we're bored and we have nothing else to do or, <laughs> or what? can. Because we can. <laughs> <Just Yeah. kidding. laughs> this is basically sequencing technology. You know, it's it's just... Uh, the, and, you, and you've got the, the slimy, slithering Bill Gates in there. And I just, no, 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 no. And the Chinese Communist Party are messing with genetics. This just sounds like a bad idea. This is like a, a bad recipe. Well, going at it like they are, I think they've already caused the damage already by yes. messing with yeah, it, yeah. with what they have yeah. done. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. Um, but it makes me wonder whether they've created this platform deliberately, and I do believe it's deliberate, so that they can mess everybody and put them on the floor to then go, we've got some gene therapeutics that could get you off the floor. And you can pay for this too. <laughs> well, if I'd have to go back and dig the clip out, but I have a clip of, um, uh, what's his name, somewhere, uh, Bensel from Moderna saying, you know, we've got a breakthrough product. It's almost like science fiction. It's a vaccine. Yeah. That fixes your heart muscle. <laughs> so if you have a if you have a damaged heart muscle, this vaccine will fix that. Well, Stefani, why do you have a damaged heart muscle to start with? <laughs> exactly. These lesions that can't be cured. But I mean, I will have something to say about that in a minute because it really annoys me. They've invested fifty million. The the flagship has in, invested fifty million into the UK. Right, the firm is it's really entrenched here and it's entrenched in the USA now. And it's not under the name Moderna, right? It's under this new therapeutics company. So we have a 10-year agreement in the UK now. They made that with Moderna, and it's going to continue on with this by the looks of it. Now, with a little bit of history, when you go back and you think, well, how did they manage to entrench it in here? Who's in power at the moment in our country? Sunak, isn't it? Last well, I checked, yeah. He co-founded or was helped or was part of the founding of a company called Thelema Partners, LLP. And it was registered in the Cayman Islands. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't sound suspicious or anything. Which LLP, right. You know, when you have a limited company, you create a limited company, you, you are liable. Yes. It's your company. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But an LLP is different. It is a limited liability partnership. Um, basically, it protects the individual partner's assets. So basically, the company can really bugger up, but an LLP was created to protect the individual assets. So you have all these partners together, yeah? Now the 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 one of the other co-founders is uh, Patrick de Gorse. He funny enough, a French hedge hedge fund manager, right? He was an early investor in Moderna, believe it or not. And he just happened to also be Sunak's boss. And Sunak and him were both now involved with Chris Hahn, which was the children investment fund. I hate that thing, TCIF, because the Children Investment Fund seems to be a way of channeling money into all manner of um, ideas. I mean, what the hell is it doing with these hedge funds? What's it doing with Moderna? What's it doing with Flagship? These guys are getting together. It's the same names, the same people. And also the co-founder was Chris Hahn as well. So you've got Sunak, Chris Hahn, you've got Patrick DeGorse all together here. Thelema, early founder of Moderna but the biggest hedge fund investor in Moderna during the COVID-19 thing. So 
Salima's got Sunak in there. It's got De Gaulle in there. It's got Hahn in there. And they were one of the biggest hedge fund investors in Moderna during COVID. These people are making a lot of money. They did reduce their profile, but the company's shares had a lot of worth. Do you know how much company shares they had worth in this going on at the time? 700 million. Is that all? Well, it's not very much. It's, a good, it's, it's enough for a lump out of there, isn't it? It's just, it, just so, a little bit. Yeah. So, And how many other people stood to do this? Sunak claims he'd left Delima in 2013, right? But there's a bit of funny activity goes on within the government. You go down a bit deeper. So Moderna's originally founded in 2010 under the name of... Do you know it was actually called Mode RNA? They've... Okay, so they, they were working on... Uh, some uh, some uh, respiratory vaccines. So yeah, I could based on a Harvard researcher called Derek yeah. Rossi. Yeah. yeah, and then the name got changed to Moderna later. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we, we they just ran with it because it's, it's the same letters. It's, it's the same, same letters. Wasn't but it was called wasn't mode that, M mo, mode RNA. Yeah, where does Gates factor into all of this? Because he's the like that's his company, or or at least oh he's, yeah, no, 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 yeah, he he now his foundation and everything is also connected with this right this right. is just other people that are connected oh with i see okay all right so like it's the not flagship right. flagship pioneering that's why i said it at the beginning put gates and uh linda foundation to the side and their connection because everybody spouts they think moderna they see him because he was very vocal and we know for a point that if you got very vocal you're a face and you're dispensable yeah but I want to see where this is going. Flagship pioneering, flagship still exists, and flagship is the ones behind the new companies that are arising. And that is why I was thinking Pfizer and everybody else. Remember when I mentioned them and then you said a few weeks or a month or so later that the shares were going down. Yeah, because yeah, they're I believe they're, they're going. gonna they, they need to filter these names and faces out. Yeah, I believe they're I, actually. I believe Moderna and Pfizer are both headed to zero at yeah, a certain point. But these yeah. new companies, flagship still exists, and these new companies, these new therapeutic companies, are established in both our countries now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and that is because getting... they're going to be on deck for disease X, which is what the World Economic Forum are talking about. Yeah, no, but it, it's it's such an ugly mess. I mean, you got the UK, the USA. You you'll have these in other countries. Um, academia, MIT, like I mentioned, your regulators, your authorities, everyone's intertwined in this bloody big mess, and. You know, like you were saying, uh, I mean, what what is one of the biggest things that's come out of it? You were talking about um, heart problems, like um, myocarditis, the lesions of the heart, yeah. and everything yeah. else. People got to realize that if you if you get told you've got myocarditis, do you know your life expectancy is? You've got a fifty percent chance for five years. Yeah, so you're on that thin line of yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> never, but never. Basically. Or never, yeah. And just a little thought: there were the Scandinavian companies, uh, countries. They actually stopped the use of the Moderna vaccine, other vaccines, because they realised that a lot of young males, or forty going downwards, all the way down to children, were getting myocarditis. So they stopped it. But who pays the price for that fifty percent in five years of all those people? Who's I'm, drawing a, for that? I'm drawing a blank because we have emergency accords that are still up 
because there will be no accountability. I mean, we all know what needs to happen here. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not exactly. I'm, you, I'm you just, just being real. You just, you just triggered something with me there. The stupidity of this, yeah. We're talking tens of thousands, possibly millions of people on this line, maybe yeah. even more than that, yeah. And well, yet, I'm sorry, this thing just stuck and just popped into my head because in South Africa. They are shouting at the moment for Israel to go and stop what they're doing because it's going against the UN Accord and it's close to genocide that their agreement is because there's 20 odd thousand dead people. And yet that isn't even a shadow of what has just happened. And they can't shout for that. It's pathetic. It's stupid. I mean, how can you, you, you can say such and such attacked somebody, slaughtered them, and now someone's fighting back or slaughtering each other in, and there's, between the two of them, there's 30, 40,000 dead people. That's nothing and compared yet, to what's coming. <laughs> yeah, I know. And yet in the last, medically, in the last, what's the name, you've doomed half the human race to what? Yeah. Well, take if a look not at this. More. Take a look at this. This is out of the Wall Street Journal this morning. Cancer strike more. Yeah, well, it's going to happen. We know it's going to cause yeah. cancers. Yeah, cancer striking more. When it more hits your immune system. Yeah, yeah. Doctors are alarmed and baffled. Researchers are trying to figure out what is making more young adults sick and how to identify those at high risk. I'll tell you what. These people can't be that dense, can they? Yeah, you can. You can. When they pick up things like, hang on, in this country, we've got, um, the is it the Lancet magazine? The Lancet. Uh, the Lancet, yeah, 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 yeah. Scientific Journal, Lancet yeah. magazine. There was uh, an article co-written with the Imperial College of London and the Department of Health. Oh, you got to love Ferguson, it. Ferguson, stop. Yeah, stop. yeah, yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. yeah, yeah. Right. It was not an in-depth analysis, you could say, but it was an announcement via ONS data that had showed in 2022 and from only... January to June in 2023, because after that, it gets a bit foggy because not real numbers came out after that, have they? That basically, because people were asking, why have you stopped? Well, you know, basically, yes, there was 30,000 unexpected um, deaths, you know. So what have you got? You've got, so basically, there's, there's hundreds of excess deaths in young and middle-aged people every month. Da, 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 da. The article suggested this, yeah. The fault largely lies with the failing NHS. So there goes the line of they want it to become totally pharma and privately controlled. So they're trying to break it. And the other <laughs> and the other two things they blamed it on was alcohol and obesity. <laughs> you could have nothing else. So the NHS is failing. And it's because you're a drunk, fat bastard. Well, I would imagine that it was easy enough to do during the lockdowns because the uh, the liquor stores and the uh, the fast food places were still open, right? The takeaways, you know, the kebab they were shops. And, they, were, yeah. they were the only places you're allowed to get yeah. stuff from. Next to the casinos, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, I mean, this is, uh, it's just, oh, I don't know. You've got, so they don't even mention... SIDS, SADS, mental health problems from lockdowns. Uh, they just say 
Well, really, it's due to your own unhealthy lifestyle. <laughs> Nothing to do with the vaccine. Yeah, so it's your fault. Yeah, it's your fault. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, shifting the blame back to you. It's just, it, oh, it, it's such an encouraging, comical piece of paper, I'll tell you. And I just went, yeah, okay, co-authors, Department of Health and the Imperial College. This has got to be worth a good giggle. And they're coming out with this. So it's, you. this is just, oh, of course, you know, they do a brief mention of statins and things like this, but heart disease is up, diabetes is up, cirrhosis is up. It's all driven by poor lifestyles. <laughs> you got to read it. It's your poor lifestyle that is causing this. And yet people are changing. People are actually mentally changing. Their actually attitudes have changed. You know, so, some people are not the person you knew. And the only thing that they've taken is medication of a certain type and yeah it's affecting because i mean if if you do affect the capillaries in your brain because something can go across all barriers and those are the two major things your brain and your heart are the two major oxygen users in your body and when you affect the capillaries of these items you get lesions in your heart your capillaries can go down and get damaged in your brain it affects everything and yet one proxy war after another proxy war and they're screaming. And yet, in that nice background, this big fog is rolling over the world. And people are going to be dying. And and it's going to speed. Well, it is. It's accelerating. I, I hate to see, think how many people are going to be out of existence. If they can be bothered to show you the numbers by the end of the decade. I don't know. I hate it. I really hate it. Um, there was an interesting thing, though, to watch although you got the lancet i had to look around for something at least positive um there was a um how can you equate the lancet to something positive i'm just curious no that's negative so oh, i, had to get I, I was positive. gonna say oh you needed a positive to offset the yeah, negative of the yeah, lancet yeah, yeah. i, I had to, say, I had to get something minute. to offset just, yeah. no, no 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 that's positive if you're an evil bastard yes 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 it is yes yes, yes. evil bastard. my misunderstanding so, yeah yeah sorry i didn't word it right an interesting presentation it started with a 10 minute one I got a link, but I don't. I haven't got an X account, and I haven't got a Twitter account. But I managed to um, find it via BitChute. There's a chap out there called Dennis Rancourt. He's very educated. He's got a list as long as your arm of of the stuff, yeah. And um, it said, "Let a scientist talk," and he did a ten minute thing for people to get interested. And basically, it was taken from. I, I went and looked it up. Um, for, there was an event that took place in Ottawa. In Canada in November on November the 29th 2023 yeah if you guys want to have a look at it it's called make it your business yeah look it up you might still be able to find it on bitchute.com uh, or some other platform I don't know whether it's on rumble at all or anything like that but make it your business November 29th 2023 very interesting it's people are, people are getting more vocal on platforms but like I say it's not in your mainstream media but People are putting stuff out there. This apparently, this 10 minute one went viral on X, and it's been so many people looking at it. And it's to do with De Dennis Rancourt. Um, I he is associated with a platform, but I I did make a note, but I've lost it since. Uh, I wanted to have a look at it myself, but I can just look him up and find it anyway. That's Dennis with one N, by the way, not two okay. N's. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah um, typical spelling is the two N's. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got without it's only one in um i don't know i don't know um that's what i found out on moderna it's horrible you see from those partnerships within thelema 
and other associated companies, our own Prime Minister Sunak introduced one of them into our own government as an advisory person as well. It's a horrible web, interconnecting web of everything between pharma, people who are running the country, corporations, everything. I hated to see it, you know, and whatever little spark of decency they seem to show, it just seems to be a front. And, you know, you suck it in, you think, and then you find something else out and you give it. It's, 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 it's annoying. So, yeah, need a clean sweep. The, the, the governments are just so embedded. The people are just, I don't know how far it goes, everywhere. Uh, we need to open things up. We need to crack this nut and get some people out and in, bo- in both both our nations, the US and the UK. Because yeah. I, I as far the, as I'm, the EU uh, far as I'm concerned, a good house cleaning as well. Von der Leyen yeah, and the lot of them. As far as I'm concerned, if the US and the UK sort their shit out, EU Europe will, will go. The EU yeah. just follow. Yeah, the EU will, will just follow. I mean, they're going to do whatever we do. So yeah. So yeah. Um, but the, these these people calling on these, these proxy wars and using them as when they mention those words like genocide, what the hell do you think's happened over the last five years? I mean, you and Bruce uh, were talking about how people, you know, the state of society and I mean, society they've got they've got people they're trying to get people in the West to actually hate their own society. Yes, that is part of the communist scissor strategy. Yes. Yeah, they're just getting them to hate their own society. So they'll take on board anybody that comes along. Well, they want you to accept their system as the solution to it. They, well, they want you to take I mean, if you hate your system. society enough and you think yes. it's a god awful place, you'll accept anybody that comes along. Yes. Well, they're hoping it's, that you will accept the uh, the Marxist Leninist theology. I, I'm serious. Yeah. This is why they, they yeah. play these strategy games. I'm I'm serious. This is why they do the subversion. This is why they have uh, policies of, of you know long range policies to do this. Oh yeah. I mean, we, I mean, what what we've got existing at the moment is just youngsters in a blame culture, just pointing fingers at anybody and everybody, and it's well, not that, their fault and whatever. That and did you hear my rant on the one with Bruce about how we've got these 400 gender clinics that have opened across the U.S.? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's just what you've got. And guess what? They want us to have it. We cannot afford to lose the NHS. We cannot are they trying afford to, to lose Are that. they trying to work that into the NHS system? Is that is that a thing there? I, I don't know. I've not seen that anywhere. I'm, I'm assuming they would oh, have yeah, to Oh, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll work anything. Once once you get... you got an... Um, a nice, they call it a nice system. And, uh, and you know, like you've got your regulators. Sorry. You've got your regulators over there. We've got our regulators here. But once you get a format in there and you get people, no matter what it is, remember, if, it, if they start to classify things as a, a mental health problem, a disability or whatever, you are entitled to medical help. And once you classify it down those lines, uh, I mean, I really do not want, until you're an adult, I mean, a fully fledged adult, should any of these blockers, whatever, be allowed anyway? Until you, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna use a. Remember that there was a saying, was it? You've got to be compass mentis, really, haven't you? You've got to be in full control of your faculties. Yeah, but you're not if you if you commit yourself to that. So yeah, well, exactly. Are you? Are you actually? not under a mental health problem so should you be allowed to decide to 
do this that one day and this that the next day and everything else yeah but then the the advocacy groups or excuse me the activist groups come out and they say that it's everybody else in society's fault for not sharing in that same delusion you see the oh, yeah. Yeah, i mean so I everyone mean, is else it, is like, in our prison a, systems is it in your prisons i didn't know that i, I did not oh, know yeah, that. I it's know in it's in spanish the prisons it's okay. in the european prisons it's in the uk prisons i i could do a real deep dig into that and it would make me puke because they are using that as an excuse to be what they want to be, or why are they in prison? Because they've done something wrong. Because they're criminals. Because they've, That's why. Because they've because they've manipulated a system and tried to break it for their own whatever. And if you allow them, they will use this too. And there are people that have committed crimes against the opposite binary sex and in there for that reason. And. They are now calling themselves that opposite sex and identifying as them. And it is a real mess. And that is why, 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 why in a law, why does the law not follow nature's edict? As in everybody that was born came from a binary coupling. Well, um, this is part of the mental illness, my friend, where gender is now fluid. So you... <laughs> It's not fluid. It doesn't really matter. I know. A human being is not born unless there's a binary coupling. I am aware of this. Right? Yes. You, you, and everybody should be aware of that. I, I Even understand. the children said it openly. They don't understand that people that are born of a binary coupling saying that this binary thing doesn't exist. What does it mean? You try to explain to them, yeah? And yet the kids find it amusing because they haven't been immersed in it that you know they've heard about the cat litter trays for the people who want to be cats and they've heard about this and whatever for people who want to identify as that and they think it's funny because they're only young children because they hear about it and they come back and but it's not funny because these ideas have been used to bring down society they are they're doing it to create chaos and that, that, that is the biggest problem. People will learn to hate themselves. And That's the idea. Yeah. That is the goal. That is the goal. And that, that, that creates acceptance of anything. Anything and everything. You take the controls away, you create the chaos, and then somebody just walks through the door and goes, I've got the answer, but you're going to have to do this. And that is it. You, once you accept that, that's the end of your society as you once knew it. It's crazy. I mean, as you, I mean, I remember going through teenager things and you used to question the generations before you, and you always used to hear people say, well, it was the generations that caused this before us, whatever. No, take responsibility for what you do. Don't blame it on someone else. Stand up on your own moral code. Yeah, have a code of some form, for Christ's sake. And if you can't take responsibility, how do you expect to become a parent? Well, that's why they've been promoting the agenda of not having children over the last... <laughs> I'm serious. That's been a thing over the last... Well, why are you going to have instead? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, right. Shall I get to your surprise? Because we're coming down on uh, on some time here. Yeah, I've been avoiding right. it, mate. No, you're, I know, you're avoid... I said, no, you don't want to avoid this. You do not want to avoid this. I'm, I'm telling you, you don't want to avoid this. So you're talking about accountability, right? I can think of mm. no one else that needs to be held accountable more than this man. Sajid Javid, who was the former oh, chancellor. Oh, yeah. He polished his head again. Is he, is he, he has, shiny? as a matter of fact, he did it for the occasion. He was given, uh, he was knighted in New Year's honors on oh, New Year's me. Eve. Oh, no, I'm dead serious. Um, I don't know. 
I'm assuming it has to do with everything that he did during his work during COVID. Well, um, when he when he when he told the doctor that it was debatable. Yeah, it was his opinion. The doctors, yeah, 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 yeah. That's open, that's open for debate, open doctor. For debate, yeah. Not necessarily. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that right. one. Uh huh. Yeah, the one that stood in in Parliament openly and said, you know, we're going to have to get more people vaccinated because uh, you you just you're putting people's lives at risk. That guy. Yeah. 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 Lovely. So. He was knighted on uh, in, he was in knighted, late New Year's so, Day. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was a tremendous honor, he says, yeah. Well, yeah, you just put another, he just made it another pointless thing. Knighthoods, anything like that, it's pointless in this country now. I mean, just about every head of the NHS or someone that was involved in this Tony has Blair become a dame or a knighthood. Knighted, yeah. oh, Tony, he yeah, was knighted. Uh, what's his name? Chris Witte, you know, Van yeah, Tam. All of them. And, and, all, of yeah. them all of them have got yep. it. And... That used to be, as an that. American, as an American, I can say, I mean, we even used to look at look at that and say, that's a big deal. You know, that, that's yeah, a- yeah, well, yeah. People in this country used to, even to get an MBE, like a member of the British Empire, it usually meant half a lifetime or a lifetime's work of involving yourself in something, not to get it, but just because of who you are and what you've done. Now it becomes so loose and anything and it's it's... Join the club. A big, I, I, I like sort of miserable babies of the empire or whatever else they want to call it. MBE or knighted, knighted baby, knighted. Well, I'm not going to swear. Oh, that's okay. We got I, the bleep button. Uh, I used what, it yesterday. What really, with Marty, so. <laughs> what really annoys me is there's people still alive that have gone through conflicts for their nations. They must be going nuts looking at what's coming out of this. Let's be honest. I think that they actually, when I say they, I mean like the powers that be. I think they wanted to wait until, I, I think they were they were hoping to to kind of preserve this a little bit longer before all of this nonsense. I'm talking like COVID and everything else and, you know, conflicts and everything. I think they wanted to wait until these generations that you're talking about were mostly gone. And it, and they have yeah. to, to a great extent. The Second um, World War, I, the Second World War, the last, that last World yes. War, everybody is just about gone now. Yes. So. They, they want, they want to make sure that that, you know, that, that generation, because if this, if this kind of garbage had happened in, in the fifties and the sixties, they would not have put up with that. They, they, they simply would not. No, absolutely not. So they had to wait until that generation was mostly gone. I think they wanted to wait a few more years, but whatever has happened, and you know, we we've just been kind of speculating, and we've been talking behind the scenes and things, but we do not know, and it's gonna, it's probably going to be one of these things that history just does not tell us. But we do not know why they are moving now. But they're they're moving now, and, and something has jumped them, and we're not sure what it is. I don't know. I don't know. And yeah, you know, well, you know yeah, as much as there's I there's dig a lot, into there's a lot of things there. There's a lot of things there. Is because. Uh, I mean, Bruce mentioned the other day that um, the science, our science is moved so radically fast and everything that they're, they're frightened of losing their grip on it. And yeah, but they, I still think they could have preserved that for a few more years until they could have gotten everything, you know, in, in line. But we've just been They've seeing They've got to like get a, a everybody ramp. in line. But yes. the problem is their ideals suppress that sort of innovation. That's the yes. biggest problem. It's, yes. it's it's a negative feedback loop that they are the creating. And yeah, they're probably of the mind where they would like to this they'd like to have this as their control base and then from here you control everything that goes out there. They cannot be allowed to have that here. Because eventually it doesn't really matter. Eventually, yes, we're gonna go out there eventually and it's such a vast place, no matter what happens, that you cannot it's such a variable that you cannot control it endlessly unless 
you manage to control it, but it will eventually fall to pieces because of the distances, because of it all and everything. I mean, there's a lot of um, distance creates freedoms. I mean, if, if you equate to um, human nations just um, escaping to other lands that were unknown and they created their own freedoms, they created their own nations, exponentially put that on a universal scale where going to different systems knowing full well that the other systems can't get to you for X amount of time, you will create your own style of life, economy, freedoms, and everything else. I mean, that has to happen, whether there's a control to begin with, but it will eventually happen. I mean, it, it's it's not impossible. I mean, the universe is created that way, you know? It, it's just it's just crazy, even if you have a, a control structure to such to such a level. But the indoctrination will break eventually. They cannot... It's like a dying gasp and they're going to fail because they cannot control it for long. I mean, if, if you look at the history of, of Russia, all they've gone around in is cycles of control, slaughter their own, have a rebellion, slaughter their own people, control, rebellion, slaughter their own people, you know, and it just goes around in the same circle. And it's and not just one or two. I mean, it's millions of people. They, yeah. they just slaughtered their own people. I mean, look at China. They did the same, same thing. Same thing. Same thing. North and that Korea. is what they do. Yeah, yeah. They will slaughter people to gain control, but it doesn't stay stable because it's that cycle is going to go around again. Well, it's, it's, it's miserable. One of the one of the reasons for that is if you look at the um, if you look at the Marxist Leninist doctrine, you know the, the communist societies they they believe that these purges, as they call them, <laughs> purges. That's them practicing getting rid of their opposition on their road to communism. So you have to go through a socialist society first, and you have to get rid of all the people that are the counter-revolutionaries of whatever you're practicing. And it, it's, it never turns into that utopia that they are expecting. Because they've removed choice. Yes. And choice is what eventually changes minds. And no matter what, that, that thought pattern, no matter how much people are suppressed, it will awaken. Those thought patterns always awaken because it's human to do that. Unless you're totally bloody mindless. Well, I would argue if you are uh, slaughtering millions of your own people, you are totally bloody mindless. I would, you know, <laughs> I, I would equate that to the same thing. Uh, yeah. well, get the herd to take the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're coming down in the last few minutes here. Do you got any final words? Yeah, I'd like to sit on the other side and listen to you do a podcast. <laughs> I'm going to listen to me do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I've spent and I've spent this week bitching. Uh, is what I've done. No, on a certain topic, certain topic, certain Which topic? Which topic do you want? I don't, I'll write it down I don't and, I'll, and I'll do it. You know, you've been, you you've, been, you've been looking into somebody for a while. I want to see when you're ready for that one. Which one? Who have I been looking into? Henry. Who, Kissinger? Oh, no, yeah. I'm behind on that because I'm I'm working on this other thing. I, I'm behind yeah. on, on Henry, but I, I'm going to get the dear old Hank. You can believe that. It's going to happen. He's, he's that, he, that, that, that guy, we've I'm We've got to do you. one on him. We have to do one We on have him. to because he's actually mentioned in the book that I'm currently reading, and yeah. he is tied in with um, what I believe to be a counterintelligence failure of uh, longer than my lifetime. Uh, I oh, was going over... Yeah. Yeah, I was going over part of that with Marty today on what I found, just to kind of at the, our subscribers that listen to our prep sessions will know this because I went over some of it in there. But I will, I'll, I'll just give you a basic rundown. So as I was reading uh, another book on a different subject, I was following up on some of the footnotes in there, and I ran across something specific because it was an author that you've actually uh, gotten some pieces for 
uh, on another topic. And I thought, okay, I don't know this particular writing that this individual did. And so I went to look it up because it was published in 1981. I and I think yeah, yeah, it was it was published in 1981. And I thought, okay, so th this book was published in 87. And it references a report that was published in 81. So I go back and I pull the report from 81. Turns out it was classified in 81. And they classified it for 30 years. They didn't declassify it until 2010, only Lots partially. Yeah. Loads of stuff get classified for a long time. Yeah. There's still some stuff only that partially. still is. And, and it always, yeah, and there are parts of it that still are. But it is shocking just the sanitized version that they put out as to how bad this counterintelligence failure actually is uh mm -hmm. and it's it's bad it is real like it's i mean however I bad mean, i thought it was it's worse he he played a hell of a lot of his footprint people if people just looked at him they'd go oh yeah nobel prize peace prize and you give it yeah right and then you got hang on he brought the russians in via detente he brought china in via economics nixon he, yeah. he was it was all in nixon it was all in yeah. Nixon's well time. we had it was all in the 70s that that was well, really initiated through him and nixon they started that but we had yeah but going. we yeah but we did a thing uh with khrushchev before that so there yeah. was a yeah that was there was nixon that. and khrushchev yes and then you got, and it was continued by Kissinger, but Kissinger got his foot into so much, and he was the cause of. See, what I don't understand is, and what made a fallacy of everything, is that the Nobel Peace Prize was given to a man that was the cause of millions of deaths. He decided when and where and how, and if not, aid was given to whatever, whoever. I mean, you look at Cambodia, the decimation caused and the change of um, the. Um, authorities within the country where the, when the prince was upheavaled, the people came in and then Pol Pot and everything else. And oh, the, sorry, the Khmer there's Rouge. Million, there's three the million Rouge. De dead by the Khmer Rouge, the killing fields. Yeah. yeah. And that would not have happened if it had, if Kissinger hadn't done what he did. No. And we would not have had the loss in Vietnam if Kissinger did not do what he did as well. That would not oh, have happened. He, um, he kept that open, and oh, I tell you what, the manipulation of that man. Not only that, but uh, when it comes to the drug epidemic and and how the Soviets were involved uh, with all the satellites in in creating the drug cartels, uh, and that's I would recommend anybody go and, and get the book Red Cocaine. Uh, it is available online for free in a PDF form if you've got a tablet or a Kindle. Uh, but if you can get your hands on a copy of it, I, I've got an actual you know, physical copy of it. And I was lucky to get that. But if you see in there what Kissinger did yeah, to facilitate scary. the start of the drug epidemic and what has led to the fentanyl crisis right now currently, that son of a bitch is at the heart of it. Yeah. And he just there is nothing that he harmed people in other countries but he harmed his own people in his own country he did he is despicable he didn't what nice thing did he do um he would take lunch at the kremlin once a week until he died <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean okay people can shout at me or whatever they might come out with this piece of work but before you do actually look into the man look into the history and not not just do a quick wikipedia or a um google thing and yeah there are all manner of stuff out there and but look into it and you will be unpleasantly surprised i think is the word to say it's ooh. and he's only one man that had a manipulation and association and he 
I mean, the manipulation of him with your federal government was just madness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that in the intelligence community is just, yeah, that that has to do with the uh, the counterintelligence failure that we've had yeah. for the last four years. It's put us in a really bad position at the moment. Oh, yeah. It is it is not good. So, um, yeah, yeah, there is a lot to dig into with um, well, the, whatever uh, the real happens life. Across the pond also has ties here. Oh yeah, absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's it's still it's still that way, uh, even though that 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 man's dead, burning in hell. Um, so yeah, Kissinger. That's I have not forgotten that. That is that is definitely on my to do list. But like I said, I'm I'm digging into something else in the moment, and Kissinger's name is all over this too. And probably. So uh, yeah, there's it's every every time I look around, it's like Kissinger again. So <laughs> he's, he's everywhere. But one, yeah, but I mean that's that's, that's association. But there's there's such a web of other people that had to be pulled into it as well to make it accomplishable. And that, that is that is the scary thing of it because it runs so deep in so many areas. But yeah, it's it, it's interesting, um, scary, but interesting. But once again, it's history that needs to be told as much as anything else. And anyway, that's it for me. <laughs> and me. So that's that's going to do it for us for today. It's been a great conversation, my friend. I will see you next week. Thank you to all of the listeners for taking the time to listen to us today. Of course, if you would like to support us, the link is in the program description down below. You can just click it and that will take you over to our subscriber page if you are interested in supporting us. Thank you very much. God bless everyone and have a great evening. Good night, all.